thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to Alesso After Hours, the show where you get to go beyond the 600 word limit in the paper and discuss what's happening on our campus and in the world. I'm your host, Erica Green, and today I'm joined by two Alesso staff members who will introduce themselves. Hi, everyone. I'm Maddie, and I'm a reporter. And I'm Bridget, and I'm the managing editor. All right, so let's get right into it. So the first story we're going to talk about is the street preachers who were on the quad the other day. Like, so... This actually is a new thing for me, so I went to community college before this, which I've said many times, and I don't know if it was the same people, but, like, they were on the quad at my community college doing the same kind of thing, so I guess it was, like, a college-wide thing that people do. Like, the same person, or I don't know if the same people, but, like, it was the same kind of thing, where, like, they would be on the quad preaching the gospel and stuff. So, the article says, a group of evangelical street preachers sharing anti-abortion, anti-LGBTQ, and anti-evolution messages drew a crowd of student professors on the rock on Wednesday, April 24th, just before noon. About 20 student protesters gathered in disagreement with the preachers uh, despite the rain. And it says, although the preacher from their group can usually be expected on the quad every Wednesday, this time they held signs advertising their website, Sin Awareness Day. According to the site, Don Carnes, who who was present, is a born-again believer and a street preacher. Members of the group can be found weekly with a sound system, which allows them to, bro- to broadcast to more members of campus. Hey, not for nothing, though. We got to give them their props because they're out there rain or shine. Do you hear me? They, they are dedicated. They are wow. dedicated. Not for nothing. We got to give them their props. You got to give. I, I fully, no matter how I feel about you, I will give you credit where credit is due. They're there. If it is sunny, <laughs> if it's super hot, if it's super cold, if it's rainy, if it's gross, they are there every Wednesday noon on the dot. So shout out to them for that because I... Yeah, I could do. Yeah, it. They're, they're telling you you're going to hell, but I mean, like, shout out to them because they're there. You know, you know what, Bridget? We don't, <laughs> we're, we're gonna get to that, okay? We're gonna get to that. So, um, student, it says students involved in the protest uh, express their anger over the preacher's words and beliefs. Um, one student said that he believed most student protesters were there because of the work, preacher's words against the LGBTQ community. Uh, the student said, "I think it's great that they have the ability to come and preach here, but as soon as they come here and put other people down." Uh, that's when I know, that's when I think it's not okay. So, were you guys here for that little protest? Did any of you go? I was on my way to class. Ooh. Yeah, I walked by it too. I, I was Yeah, like, I usually pay them no mind. Yeah. So I kind of texted the group and I was like, someone needs to get out here and cover this. Maddie was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're there all the time, like Erica said, but this is the first time that I really saw people, um like, kind of rallying against it. You know, like, everybody would be kind of like, oh, it's the guy again, you know, but no one would really do anything until this time. But I was talking to uh, one of the people that was there real quick because I knew her, and she said that they've been, like, she said they were messing with him, uh, and they've been doing that for a couple weeks now. I think I've seen that. Like, I've seen people who have a speaker, and then they'll just, like, blare the speaker, like, as he's talking to, like, Aww. drown him out. <laughs> that's funny. Maybe that's her. I don't know. Maybe it's the same person. I don't know. Who knows? But um, another student said, I have a problem because there was one day I was walking by, and I was going, and I'm going to change a little bit of the wording, but he said, God hates hags, which... That's not really what he said, but, you know. So, and she said, I've heard him say that. And she says, as a bisexual woman, I'm really upset, especially with a bunch of transgender people here. So when I saw this, uh, when I saw there would be a possibility of a protest, I got really excited because I'm so tired of him just spreading hate on campus for no reason. 
Now, I don't know where you guys stand on this. You guys can chime in whenever y'all want to. But for me, I, listen, and there's a quote from somebody who says the same exact thing. But as a Christian woman, right? Because I'm a Christian. And I hate people like this because they give us total bad, like, that, like, they just, they just make it look bad for us. Now, I'm not going to sugarcoat. I'm not going to say that there is stuff in the Bible that people don't agree with. There is stuff in the Bible that, you know, it is what it is. And people may not, you know, agree with it or whatever. That's oh, yeah. fine. But, you know, even if you read the Bible, like, of course, Jesus, like, told the truth. And he, like, you know, said what it was. And, of course, he made some people mad. But most of the time, like, he preached with love. He was like, you know, he preached with love. Like, come to me. Like, you know, all that stuff. So this is all wrong. Like, Jesus was not out here preaching like this. Jesus was not out here saying, I hate hags or whatever. Like, he was not saying all that. So I just I just hate this because I feel like, you know, this gives us Christian a bad representation. You know, like, I feel like, again, like, yes, some of the stuff he's saying, like, for us Christians is true. However, there's a way you can say it. It's not really about sugarcoating it, but it's about like preaching from love, which is exactly what Jesus did. I think it's like interpretation too. I think people yeah. have different interpretations of the Bible and like yeah. what it says or like what it means. And I definitely think that we're in a day and age where that those interpretations are being taken differently mm-hmm. um, because we are more accepting and we do have more people who identify as like LGBTQ or we have, um, you know, like a variety of things going on in our culture. And I, I agree with you. Like, it makes me really sad to see it people does. like hate on these different groups because it sucks like especially you know being somebody who like believes in that religion Mm -hmm. you know and like wants to show you know it's not all bad it's not all negative like i don't think less of you because you're different no and of course like i said like we're not gonna pretend like the bible doesn't say certain things about lgbtq stuff but my uncle i was talking to my uncle one day he said the best yes we all know what the bible says about that but the bible says a lot more about how i'm supposed to love you and how i'm supposed to like you know Mm -hmm. treat you right so yes like i'm not gonna sit here and act like christians about the bible doesn't say certain things because it does like i'm not gonna act like that but you know the bible says a lot more like a lot lot more about how we're supposed to love each other and all that stuff and be there for each other so these preachers i feel like are a little aggressive because even like usually i have my headphones but i sometimes will like take my headphones out to listen like they're talking really aggressively too like jesus i listen i mean i wasn't there but i assume (laughs) jesus wasn't out here talking like all aggressively when he was preaching to his multitude of people like you know what i'm saying and it's just i don't know it's just sad yeah it it is it is very sad sad. because i feel like you know like that's why people get turned off to christianity because you know they feel like we're gonna judge them or you know you gotta you know whatever and that's not the case you know like first of all i've done so much stuff there's a lot of Christians who have done so much stuff, okay? I feel, I've said this before, the best, you want to know, like, the best tea, the best gossip, go to, like, a church. Like, because it's uh, like, sh- no, like, seriously, like, I, I, growing up in church, like, I, like, I've seen it all, okay? So, nobody has the right to judge nobody, okay? Even if you are the pastor, pastors got dirt, too, okay? And so, you're forgiven. Yeah, <laughs> and you are forgiven, and that's the point, that's the point of all of this. You know, even with everything you do and, like, every mistake you made, like, if you, ask for forgiveness he'll give it to you and it's literally like he wipes everything clean like it's like he literally like forgets about it all and 
It's not even really about religion. It's more for me personally. It's more about like a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like a friend or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just really sad because I, you know, I feel like this just gives Christians a bad name. Like, of course, like I said, the Bible does say certain things about these issues. We're not gonna act like they don't. But I just feel like the delivery is not right at all. I think like one of my favorite things. Um, like I've read a lot of books on like this topic here lately. But like one of the best things that I think like I've read that I've taken so much from is that if you are a Christian like loving people like Jesus love them Mm -hmm. and that includes not just the people that are like you but also the people that are not like you um and I think not just like love thy neighbor but like also like love thy enemy like love the person who ran into your car and didn't leave a note because you know they're still a human being love the person who like stepped on your foot and didn't say sorry you know I think that's it's very difficult but I feel like um that kind of like embodies like Jesus's whole thing like Mm -hmm. loving everybody regardless of if they like made you mad or if they do something that you don't necessarily agree with Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I think like where the bigger issue comes into is like it's supposed to be a free speech zone so I think we have this debate of like okay where's the line drawn to where you're making people feel uncomfortable because when you start to, like, get in the way of people's educational opportunities, it's a whole nother issue. But, I mean, I don't know, because I identify as, like, a cisgender straight woman, so I don't feel... I get offended by some of the things he says. I'm like, that's not right. But I don't know, like, someone could be walking across the quad who maybe has a different identity, who is part of the LGBT community and thinks, oh my God, this is kind of scary that he's just on my campus where I'm supposed to learn. You know, that's where the line is drawn. And I think like we need to have that discussion is if people start to feel unsafe. Yeah, because I mean, of course, they're not physically doing nothing. They're like not going up to you and saying this. But I mean, I can't understand how it could be a little scary, especially like, let's say, you know, you're not really all the way comfortable with your identity. You're still trying to figure it out. And, like, you're still, like, insecure in that. And, you know, this happens. So, you know, like, I get it. So, yeah, Maddie, I, I do get what you're saying. But I just, and that, that's why I say they're doing it all wrong. Because, like, obviously the goal is to get more people, you know, into Christianity. But this but this ain't it, Chief. I'm sorry. This is not <laughs> it. This is not it. Like, you know, obviously this is not working because a whole multitude of people came, was ready to beat you up. So, well, it Doing it on a college campus where it's supposed to be, like, an inclusive environment for everyone, you know, also doesn't lend a hand to that as well because there's so many different populations Mm -hmm. on this campus, and that's something I think SIUE, like, prides itself on. So to have that mindset of, okay, I'm going to go out and preach and exclude these different groups that are fully present on this campus... Mm -hmm. I just think that was, like, poor planning from the start. Yeah, and for me, I don't really... I really don't see a problem with it being on a college campus just because, like you said, there's, like, all kinds of people, so there are Christians on this campus, obviously. But, again, my thing is just the delivery. Like, my thing is just, like... you Listen, if you know... Like what you said, if you know that there are lots of different people who have different viewpoints and who, you know, come from all walks of life... Wouldn't you, like, for me, I won't come from more, like, a loving thing or, like, a more, you know, instead of just, like, aggressive. Like, that's just, I don't know. But that, I don't know. But I do get what you're saying, though, because there is a lot of people, so you do have to be careful. You know, you have to, you know, really, uh, 
I don't want to say like tailor your message, but like keep in mind of your population and just keep that in mind when you're preaching the gospel. So, mm. so yeah. So we'll have more updates on this story. You know, especially if this keeps getting out of hand. So <laughs> we shall see. Okay, on to our next story. Um, Board of Trustees stuff. Maddie, take it away. Oh, um, so basically, um, on Wednesday, I believe it was, of last week, um, Carbondale had their board of trustee elections, and you guys might think, like, oh, this is really boring, but I thought so, too, honestly, when I started, but they make a lot of, like, really interesting, not interesting, but they have a lot of influence, and it's really cool that, um, there's this new legislation, um, that might come out that will give both student trustees the right to vote because right now it's just one of them. Um, and that's also why, like, these past elections were so important. I really hope people voted in them because um, our new trustee is going to have a say on the board um, or based off of previous years, she probably will be the one, which is awesome. Um, but now there's this new legislation that would say both of them get the vote, which just makes sense. Mm-hmm. So. Because these are factors that not only, like, influence, like, our campus, but, like, the whole system. Yeah, and the board's supposed to be, like, so system-oriented. Like, everyone thinks, like, oh, it's SIUE versus Carbondale. And it's easy to fall into that considering, you know, there was talk of a split and um, the fair funding and, well, the unfair funding, I should say, and all that stuff. But their job is really to be representing both campuses. And what's cool about the guy that... Um, just got reelected, Brion, uh, is he would talk to our trustee, since he was the one that had the vote, he would talk to our trustee before he made, like, any decisions and any vote because he wanted her to have the say, and he realized, like, I'm not on Edwardsville's campus every day like she is. She mm-hmm. knows more about their issues just as, like, if Molly were to be the one voting, she wouldn't know all about Carbondale stuff because yeah. she's not there. So, um, but there's a quote from Molly in there that I really love, and she just basically said, you know, like, for her, it was okay, because he talked to her, and um, they kind of figured out where to go together, for lack of a better way to say it, but, you know, not all student trustees might have that relationship, so the legislation could be really helpful. Yeah, for sure. I think that's good that they're, they're trying to, like, move that forward. Maybe it'll benefit the system, and we can see good things start to happen. Yeah. I just think it makes sense. Like, why not? Um, and another thing that Brion was talking about in that article um, was, like, you know, the non-voting member still has to travel to all the meetings, and they still have the same responsibilities. They just don't get a vote. So it's like, why not? just give them a vote like it doesn't make sense not to have it like yeah let me sit through all these meetings hear everything that you have to say and then oh yeah okay i can't vote okay i'll just sit here yeah so and they're not the most interesting meetings all the time so i'm sure like their behind the scenes meetings are more interesting but having to travel to springfield and different areas i mean i'd be frustrated yeah but for sure Okay, that was Maddie's take on board of trustees. I feel like <laughs> I feel like every time Maddie's here, we should have like a board of trustees segment because Maddie's like the hippest out of all of us on it. I got assigned to one story, 
Sorry. <laughs> I'm the board of trustees, and now it's like... You're the board of trustees person. You're I'm Miranda. the expert here. You are. Loki, I do like... That's cool. I've told Miranda, I just like want her... I like want me and her to sit down just so I can get... Because I know nothing about the board of trustees stuff, but I know it's real juicy. So I really want to like know all that's happening because there's some like real juicy stuff happening. But I have to like catch up because I like... I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but yes, thank you, Maddie. So on to our next story. Written by our own Bridget, okay? <laughs> our own very own Bridget. Our own very own. That <laughs> Yeah. Our own very own Bridget. Okay. <laughs> so this one is a nice opinion piece called Finding Balance. Healthy eating should not be an obsession. Yeah. So, be personal. <laughs> yes. I. It was. Because I feel like you ever, like, start to, like, you ever read a title, you start to read something, you think it's going to be something, but then, like, you get to the end, it's, like, it's something completely different. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Like, I, I got to the, I got to the middle, I was like, oh, whoa, okay. Yeah. Not, but, no, it was really good. It was really good, but it's just, it wasn't the turn that I thought it was going to be. But it was good. Like, yes, what Bridget said is very personal. <laughs> so, I'm not, I'm not going to read it because the author's right here so take it away Bridget your turn okay um so I guess this has just been something that's like on my mind for a while and I haven't really shared it with a lot of people and so I thought um putting it down into words and an opinion like I've written I don't know how many drafts on my computer like wanting to express my thoughts about this topic but I decided you know what I'm gonna roll with it um so basically I just talk about my personal experience with like eating and like food and how sometimes you want to be healthy but you can take it way too far Mm -hmm. and then you kind of put yourself in a toxic mindset Mm. which is what happened to me um growing up I had like a really good appetite like I remember like I would have like the steak dinner with like the baked potato and like the salad oh, and you the would dessert. Eat, eat. Oh yeah. Oh. Um and then I don't know, whenever I hit middle school, you yeah. know, like you go through puberty and yeah. everything's all weird again and yeah. I just started developing these really weird eating habits. And my family would, you know, say something to me about it and I would be like, eh no, it's fine. Like I'm fine. I cut I don't know how many different foods out of my diet and didn't eat them. And I lived off of granola bars, peanut butter, and apples Hmm. for years. Hmm. Like, that's basically about all I ate. I ran track in high school, and I would eat a granola bar before a race, and then I wouldn't eat for, like, six hours later Hmm. um, after running, like, multiple miles. And and you get hungry after you run, because I used to run track, too. You get hungry. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... I, I don't know why I even did all this, but this that's just kind of what happened. And then whenever I got to college, you know, you have those fears of, like, the freshman 15. I'm going to gain 15 pounds. And, like, that scared me. Uh, so my freshman year of college, like, I really didn't eat a lot. Like, muck food is questionable anyway, like, health-wise. But, like, I just – I remember, like, I would count the calories. I would – um, not eat like certain foods. I wouldn't go out with my friends. I didn't go out and drink or anything like that because I was like so worried and I would exercise so much and I just developed some really, really bad habits and there's actually a term for it. Um, but I disclaimer, I haven't been like diagnosed with anything. Um, but there's this eating disorder, it's called orthorexia. And basically what it is, is it stems from an obsession with healthy eating. Hmm. Um, but they haven't done enough studies or research with it to um, 
have like statistics or anything like that or really be able to um, provide a lot of information on it. They just have like a lot of warning signs. And I remember looking through these and I was like, wow, this is me. Like, this is so scary. Um, Because a lot of it has to do with, you know, like you worry about food, like not just like what you're eating now, but like what you're going to eat later. Um, You have concern over like the types of food that you're eating. Um, You're concerned over whether or not you're getting enough exercise, um, your calories, your nutrients, and basically you just lose a lot of food freedom. And I wrote, in my opinion, um, there were some really rough times where like I'd eat a piece of chocolate and I would sit and I would cry in my room. Why? Because I felt bad because I was like, oh my God, like I just screwed up my diet. Like I'm going to gain like 5,000 pounds because I ate a square of chocolate. Or, I don't know, like, Thanksgiving dinner. Like, I would just eat, like, little bits of food. And then I would go run for hours to, like, work it off because I felt bad. Mm. And, like I said, like, I wouldn't drink. I wouldn't, like, go out and do things with my friends. Not to get, like, super, like, down and serious. No, go for it. Speak your truth, Bridget. That's kind of, like, the tone of this opinion. And, like, it really sucks. But, like, even now, like, I recognize that, like, I have issues um, but I don't know, like, I just have to realize that there's, there's so much more than just like these healthy diets and like being a certain size or having a six pack and like with Instagram and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. you see all these fitness influencers Child, and you yes. see all these diets that people are doing. Um, I mentioned in my piece, like there's a diet called the whole 30. Have you guys heard of it? Yeah. Yeah, where you, like, cut out, like, certain foods. I did that for three days, and then I had read, like, what happened afterwards, and, like, it's so restrictive. It cuts out. For those who don't know, the Whole30, you cut out, like, major food groups. So you cut out your dairy. You cut out, like, sugar, which, I mean, some of that stuff is good. You cut out sugar. You cut out um, a lot of, like, processed foods. You cut out gluten, stuff like that. But the problem with the diet is after the 30 days, um... You can reintroduce those foods, but the purpose is to really cut those foods out for good. Mm. And I read a lot of that, and I was like, I can't do this. Like, I'm already, like, not in a healthy mindset. Like, if I do this, like, what am I even going to eat ever again? Yeah. So um, it's really scary, and, like, I just – I feel so bad. I, like, scroll through, and I, like, see all these girls, like – I don't know, being super strict with their diets and like, oh yeah, I exercise like six, seven times a week. And I'm like, that's, there's so much more to life than that. And like, even I have to remind myself that. So that's kind of what my opinion was about this week to get super deep and super personal. (laughs) It's fine. Yes. Thank you for sharing. Well, first I had a question because in the paper you said it was not until recently that I realized my behavior needed to change. I cannot continue to live that way, nor should I have to. So what happened? I just, I, if you feel like sharing, what happened? Like, what was that moment where you were like, I should change? I actually think it was. So I, th- that whole 30 that I was talking about, I actually tried to do that like last summer. Mm-hmm. And I bought like all the food for it. And I was like three days in and like the second day was the absolute worst because you also like, if you have coffee, like you can't put like anything in your coffee. Like, uh, you have to drink no, a black. That's no. why I drink black coffee now is because I did do that for like two days, and then I was like, well, I guess I'll just continue. But um, girl, you can put some sugar in your coffee. <laughs> but uh, I just got like so tired and like reading all those things. Um, 
I realized like how restrictive like I had been previously I realized like I was not in a good mindset so like this past year I've really been trying to um, recognize behaviors that like haven't been the best for me um, and try and do better so I have like gone out a little bit more I've um, you know like indulged in like different foods I've like gone out and like drank and stuff like that and then I wake up the next day and like immediately like I kind of want to feel bad but I'm like you know what screw it like I'm 21 years old like I have fun I can do whatever and I'm fine you know like I wrote my thing like I don't have any food intolerances like I've always had really good like doctor visits um I've always been in like a healthy weight range so like I really don't know like mentally what my issues are (laughs) but I don't know no, that's just something I think you just have to figure out. Because, yes, because you are active, right? Yeah. You always, I always see you eating something healthy, and I just feel, <laughs> feel so bad because... I like healthy food, too. No, like, that's, that's a problem. No, and that's good. I wish, I wish I had that, I, not problem, but I wish I was like that where I like to... I mean, I do, but whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, so I, I definitely get what you're saying, though. That So, Bill, thank you for sharing yeah. your opinion piece. Because, I, like I said, like I thought it was going to just be one thing, and I got... Like, what did you think I, it was going to be? I don't know, because I, th- I thought you were just going to be, like, surface, like, oh, like, more, I guess more surface level. Okay. Like, oh, just, you know, don't worry about just eating healthy. There's more to life, blah, blah, But then it got real personal. I was like, oh. But it was good. No, no, no. <laughs> but it was good, though. I mean that in the best way possible. It was, it was really good. It was really okay. good. So, yes. How did you, um, like, decide that – because that's, like, really personal. So, Mm -hmm. like, what was your mindset when writing it? Like, were there things that you were like, I don't know if I should put this in? Yeah, because Bridge is not really a sharer like that, at least in my my experience. Yeah, like, I like to talk about things, but then I definitely have, like, a gate where I'm, like, I don't think I should, like, go past that. And, like, Mm -hmm. that's something, like, I haven't really shared with a lot of people. Like, honestly, like, I bring it up occasionally. I'm, like, yeah, I have, like, really bad eating habits, but I never really, like, went into depth about it. You have said that. Now I'm thinking about it. I have heard you say that. But I haven't really, like, gone into depth about it. Um, So when I was writing it, I was just kind of, like, you know what? Screw it. <laughs> like, it's the end of the year, and I've always been a big fan of those people who, who share their struggles, and they use things in their lives to, like, help other people, and ultimately, that's something that I would like to do, um, and in order to do that, I gotta take the first step and be really open and bare my heart and soul, so please don't step on it. <laughs> no, we would never. And yeah, so, okay, I, w- I will ask you this. Um, if you could say something to somebody who has similar struggles, what would you say? I would say to be better than me and actually get help because that's one of the things um, I really suck at asking for help when I need it. Yeah. Um, and I look back at, like, my high school self or, like, my freshman year of college self, and I'm like, I should have asked for help. Like, I should have told somebody, like, what I was dealing with um, because I didn't think – you know, at the time, like, this term, orthorexia, like, wasn't really, like, well-known. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, I eat food. It's not like I'm making myself, like, throw it up or anything like that. Like, I'm fine. I kind of downplay my issues, and I feel like we shouldn't because the more we do that, the worse they can get. Yeah. So. And if we downplay this, what are we going to downplay next? Yes, exactly. So. That's what I would tell someone is to open up, get help, do something better. I mean, I probably still should get help, um, but 
I feel like one of the biggest things is that I recognize that I have a problem and I think that's like a really good step for me Mm -hmm. um and I am trying to fix it like I do have like a mental battle uh most days so yes but yeah I think like with anything too it's just like a mental thing like it's in your head and like sometimes just like you know with anxiety and depression it's hard to say like okay this isn't healthy it's also sometimes hard like Bridget was saying to recognize those behaviors so getting help kind of gets you out of your own head Mm -hmm. instead of like you know having this constant like am is this like unhealthy or is this you know because so many of the things like I do I don't even realize like you know that's really problematic until I see like my therapist and I'm talking about it and I'm like oh my god whoops you know should probably not do that yeah that's some of the things like when I was like reading through those symptoms you know like I recognize like one of the biggest things that I used to do is like if somebody would be like oh hey Bridget like let's go out to eat I was like okay where are we going so I can look up the menu and I can figure out if there's like a healthy option and Mm -hmm. then if there weren't like I would always be like "Eh, no thank you I'll just uh chill at home by myself which that's so sucky but like it wasn't until I read that that I realized that was a thing yeah um but yeah it's really hard to get out of your own head it's really hard to like recognize that you're screwed up because newsflash everybody everyone's screwed up it's just who hides it better Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone is normal or happy um and not to like think of normal as like being you know the thing that we should all strive to be but like what life was um it's not that way anymore like not just because we're having more people come forward and like express like issues that they're having but also um we're identifying more things you know with our brains with our bodies so I think everybody has something it's just how open and honest we are about sharing it that's true so Bridget, I have a question. What's up? <laughs> you can go. To, you're, are you gonna go to Applebee's with us next week? Hell yeah, I'm gonna go to Applebee's. Hey! I don't know if I'm supposed to swear. Sorry, that's Tammy. Right. <laughs> that's all right. She can say it. Yes, we're going to Applebee's. It's gonna be so much fun. We're gonna get burgers and fries. Or I, I am. I don't know what you're gonna get, but I'm gonna get burgers and fries. It's gonna be a good time. They have this really good fajita chicken. Yes. The fiesta lime chicken. Fiesta lime chicken. Yeah. With, but I always get it with mashed potatoes instead of the rice because I don't really like the rice. <laughs> I guess. You don't? No, I don't like the rice. I, I use, like the rice. I usually get mashed potatoes. Sorry, uh, so off track, but yes, fiesta lime chicken hits. <laughs> hits. Okay. So yes, Bridget's going with, well, going with us to Applebee's next week. Yeah, we're all gonna get freaking awards. Yes, it'll be fun. Yes, we're gonna eat. We're gonna have a good time. And we're gonna, it's gonna be great. So yes, again, Bridget, thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for feeling comfortable enough to share it with not with us, but you know the world essentially. So yeah. thank you for listening. Of course, <laughs> I, listen. I am always like contrary to popular belief, I am a good listener. Okay, just because I talk a lot, I also am a good listener. So you know, if you ever wanna. Talk. I'm always here. So <laughs> that, no, for real, dead ass. I don't. Ooh, I don't. Know, but, <laughs> sorry. For real though. For real. <laughs> oh, well, I said what I said. I'm not taking it back. For real. I yes. I do mean that though. So moving on to our last story, we're gonna talk about what the what I wish you knew campaign. It's funny because Bridget was on the episode where we first talked about what I wish you knew, and now she's on the episode where we're talking oh, about it yeah, again. That's right. Look at this full circle. Yes, I'm here for full we circle. We love symmetry. We. <laughs> 
Yes, come on, geometry. Anyway, so so yes, in the paper it says last year the Elestial the Elestial was chosen by one of nine college newspapers for Pointer's College Media Project. And just last week we hosted a panel to showcase the work and participation that went into the uh, campaign. The program encouraged and allowed our staff to recreate and execute a detailed campaign. While planning, we realized there was a lot of incidents on campus that needed to be brought to the community att- the community's attention. We published our hate issue where we cited racially charged events and talked about their effects. We realized there was a need for healthy and constructive conversations between faculty, staff, and students on campus. So, last week we had our fi- final panel uh, where seven panelists compiled of students, faculty, and alumni who spoke about sexual assault, abuse, anxiety, and fear of the unknown. They shared what they wish people would have known and ways to cope with the- those situations. So, yo, y'all, all y'all write the panel, right? I couldn't go. I felt yeah, so oh, bad. Right. Yeah, I so I missed that whole thing. Because I was just thinking, I was like, I don't remember seeing Bridget there, but I could have been, whatever. So you weren't there? No, okay. Well, that's all right. That's all I right. heard it was great, though. It, it really was. Like, first of all, so, I don't know, this panel was, like it said, like it had, you know, students, staff, alumni. Um, one person was a, a, a mom. She's a student parent. Um, she also talked about domestic violence, got super emotional. Uh, one person, like, lost a parent in the war. Um, one person was an alumni. She actually used to work here for the Alesso and, you know, she was talking about like, uh, like mental health and, you know, just post-grad stuff. Um, that kind of thing. One talked about, she was like, all her like siblings and her parents were all addicts, like heroin addicts. So so she talked about that struggle. And then the, that was all emotional. But the one that got me and Maddie, you tell me how you feel about this. The one that got me was the very last one at the end. Like that? Yeah. Ooh, that one got, because very last girl in the end, um, she talked about how she'd been assaulted in 2017 in Evergreen Hall, and she didn't tell anybody, and she just talked about how, like, she really didn't go to class, she didn't, you know, she didn't really talk to anybody about it, she just kind of let it eat her up, and so she was just kind of telling everybody, like, yo, like, I wish you do, like, if something like this happens to you, like, you, you know, you're gonna be okay, like, talk to somebody, all that stuff, right? So that was, like, the first good part, but the second part that really, like, just kind of moved me, and, like, because, you know, listen, I don't want to, especially because I work here, like, I don't want to sound like a hater, but I didn't think nobody's gonna come, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, because, you know, yeah, we were all a little worried, to be honest, because it's, like, a, it's such, like, a, we had food, but it's not something to where, like, it was heavily, like, advertised, advertised, and it's not something, you know, like, um, it's not, like, I don't know, what are some things, like, Cab puts on that are, like, active, yeah, it's, like, you sit, you eat, and you listen to people talk, um, and so it's, like, not as, active yes yeah. so i was worried yeah but. i was i didn't think nobody was gonna come um i because like it was in the muck at like you know noon which that's like prime muck time but still like normally when there's stuff in the muck and people are talking like people just walk by like they just go about their life but mm-hmm. i mean which kind of did happen but at the same time a lot of people did stay and a lot mm-hmm. of there i saw people like kind of lined up you know like where those tables are on the side and yeah. they were really talking especially the very girl at the end i swear to god like <laughs> That, like, that really got people. And so after after her, because she was the last panelist, after her, um, Tammy, who's our, our uh, advisor, uh, opened up the floor for people to ask questions or say what they wish they knew. And girl, I don't 
cry. Like, I contrary to probably leave because I'm a very emotional person. I don't cry. But I was almost in tears because, first of all, there were at least, I want to say, at least three other people, students, who were um, just listening, who shared their stories about, you know, sexual assault, whether that be here on campus or, like, just elsewhere. Um, so there's that. So a couple people talked about that. One girl, because there, like I said, there was the one girl who's like had a, has a you know family of addicts, and there was another girl who was like you know like my dad overdosed months ago, and we're trying to figure out how to deal with it. And the girl, the what, what I thought was really really cool was. The panelist was like, oh, you know, hey, give me your number. Like, we'll talk. Like, I'll be your friend. I thought that was super cool. You know what I'm saying? I like that yeah. connection. Because she didn't have to do that. Like, she like she didn't have to give her her number. Like, she didn't have to do that at all. But, the, you know, I thought that was really cool. And the coolest thing for me, though, was at the very end when it was all over. Like, because I was, like, talking to other people. But I, off the corner of my eye, I caught the the panelist, who, the last panelist who was talking about sexual assault. And, um... Like, other girls, like, girls who, like, went up and talked or just didn't, but they were, like, all talking and even, like, prayed together. It was, like, super, Aww. yeah, it was super, super cool. And even, like, when, um, even when the event was still going on, so when Tammy opened up the floor and, like, when people were sharing their own stories, there were two girls who, sh- two separate girls who shared their story about sexual assault. And it's obviously they didn't know each other. But I, after... Both of them talked. I caught. I looked across the room because I know one of the girls. I caught. I looked across the room and she and I caught them like talking. The the girl literally went up to her. I was like, "Hey, what's your name?" Blah blah blah. My name is. And then like they kind of talked for a second. Like obviously they didn't know each other prior to this, but you know. So I thought I think that's really cool. I don't want to like pat ourselves on the shoulder because that's not really what it's what it's about. But I just really I like that. I think it's really cool that we were able to bring people together. Yeah. And I really like that. People were able to share their own stories, and people were to like people were able to you know comfort each other and and you know all that stuff. So it was a good time. I feel like that's what the paper should be about anyway. Like yeah. we're supposed to be the student voice, but we're not just broadcasting events to you. We're not just telling you what's what. We're not just like, digging up dirt. Yeah, but like we're also trying to connect you with people. We're trying to connect the campus and give you those opportunities to you know, meet people or try different things or participate in, you know, what's going on on campus. So that's really great. Like, I probably would have been a blubbering mess if I was uh, there. Yeah. I'm, like, tearing up right now. Oh, uh, yeah. it's okay. Are uh, you a hugger? I'll hug you after. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not that much of a hugger. Nobody is a hugger around here. Oh, my God. Anyway, so, but, yeah, it was a, it was a really good event. What I wish you knew was really successful. I hope they, I hope this is, like, a continued thing. I hope they continue to do this, like, for years and years because, like I said, I didn't think no one was going to come. I didn't think no one would pay us any attention. You but have little faith. <laughs> no, I mean, but, like, that's just real, though. Like, not even, like, I, I hate to say it because I do work here. Like, you know, I feel like that's bad to say. But, like, on the real, though, like I said, like, you know, we were in prime muck time. But when there's stuff going on in the muck, especially, like, speakers, typically people just, like, walk back and forth to wherever they're trying to go. They usually don't pay that person no mind. So the fact that, like, we actually did have active listeners, people who did stay... You know, we did have people who just came for the food, stayed a couple of minutes and left, which is fine. You know, whatever. But we did have people who stayed. They were sitting on the couches. They were sitting, like, on the, you know, tables and chairs on the side. Like, we actually did have a pretty good crowd. And I was genuinely, pleasantly surprised. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was a good time. So, hopefully we continue to do this for years, you know, years to come. And I actually think this should be, like, a semester thing. Not even just, like, a yearly thing. Because I feel like, you know, I don't know where Tammy got the... The panel is from, but Ooh, that's interesting. Okay, do you, do you know? Yeah, so she um, 
she would kind of dig through past stories. Um, or at least I know, like, that's how she um, got a couple of them. Is She would, like, go through the past stories and be like, oh, my God, like, we want to talk about this topic. Or she'd look through... Sorry. <laughs> or she'd look through um, the sticky notes we had. So we had, like, these big... As part of what I wish you knew, we had these big whiteboards, and we'd take them all over campus. It was... It was something. It was a sight, especially when you're trying to go through the quad when it's really windy with them. Um, but, like, people had the opportunity to, like, share their stories on a sticky note of what they wish people knew about them and then be entered to win a gift card. So we got a lot of people that did it just because, like, the gift card. Um, it was the Amazon, too. It was a good one. $50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 25 each week. Oh, okay, sorry. But, but the still. big one at the event was $50, yeah. like, if they went up and talked after. Yeah. Um, but it was just really cool because she'd also go through those and she'd be like, okay, like, you know, do you guys remember who said this note? Because they'd be really awesome to have speak. So they were all, like, people within SIUE. We didn't have, um, you know, just random people brought in, which I feel like at a lot of events that's cool. But I also feel like we often miss the student piece of, like, okay, we've, we're bringing all these experts in, but, like, what are we doing at SIUE about this problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know, you hear um, about sexual assault all the time, you know, and we watch these movies about it, like The Hunting Ground and stuff, but it's so much different to hear someone talk about their experience in a res hall being assaulted because yeah. it kind of hits home. It's just, like damn, we have a problem with this, too. You know, we like to believe that, oh, this doesn't happen here because, you know, like, on our police reports, the numbers are so low. It's like there's so much that's unreported. Mm-hmm. And, like, this young lady, that was her story. And she had her reasons for doing that. And just because someone doesn't report, I'd also like to make this clear, doesn't mean their experience is any less valid. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And that's what was cool about the event is it gave people the chance to, you know, get help. And talk to people. Um, the peace office had a call for help advocate come, mm-hmm. which was really awesome. And I noticed, you know, one of the survivors that came up and shared her story afterwards was talking to Jackie, the advocate, about, I don't know. I wasn't in the conversation, obviously. That was a private conversation. But, you know, just seeing those connections being made and not only are we telling them, you know, like, you're not alone, but also there's resources for you that are free that you can take advantage of without ever taking this to law enforcement or Title IX. Mm-hmm. I think that's, to me, that was, like, the most impactful part. So yeah. it, was, it was a good day, guys. It yeah. was a good day. Like, I literally, it, it was a good day. Not even, like, the whole day was just good. Like, it was really warm. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful day. Like, I, I didn't go to any of my classes that day. just cause uh, I, No, because of this, and just, I had something to do. Like, it was just, it was, it was just a good day. It was a good, good day. I was on video duty. Me and Jacob and Spencer were on, you know, media duty. It was a good time. <laughs> so, very, very impromptu. But, especially because it's the end of the year, and this year's coming to a close, I want all of us to say one thing, one last thing we wish people knew about us. Could be anything. Anything, anything. Can I can I get back? Sure. Okay, okay. I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, so that means it's my turn. Okay, um, so I just wish people knew um, more about us in general as a staff. 
So, like, we're very behind the scenes. That's the nature of our job. We're the ones telling your stories, and we're the listeners, and we just simply report it, which is awesome and important. But I also wish people knew, you know, like, we work so hard every week. Heck yeah, we um, do. I wish people could just, like, sit in our office for a minute for production nights and be like, wow, this is what they do. Like, we don't take this job, like, it's just something we have to do. We take it all very seriously. Um, and I also would like people to know, you know, we're not trying to dig up dirt all the time. No. Because a lot of people fear us. And it's kind of, I don't know. I had a lot of problems with this when I first started because some of the responses we'd get, I just, like, it would wear me down. And I'd be like, why aren't these people talking to me? Why aren't they treating me like a human being? You know, I'm not, I don't. I don't, I'm not interested in digging up dirt as much as I am just telling a story. And we need these people to tell stories. Um, but I kind of thought about it. And I'm like, okay, it's cool how much power we have to see the fear in someone's eyes when you yeah. say I'm with the press. And they're like, oh, oh shit. And you know you're doing something right as well. They yeah. That means they take you seriously. Yeah. Sometimes a little too seriously, but seriously. Yeah, so that feels good in a way. Yeah. But on the flip side of the coin, it's like, you know, we're just not, we're not, we're not a PR firm, but we're also not here to bash everyone. And I just wish people would, you know, realize that so we can have like better communication because our job is to keep the students informed. We'll do it one way or another, but it would just be probably in everyone's best interest if we had that support from other people. You don't have to be best friends with us, but please don't. Please respect Just us. Just be nice. Yeah, yeah respect man. us. This is our job, too. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Come on. <laughs> um, Bridget, do you want to go next or you want me to go? Uh, you can go. I still haven't thought of mine yet. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, mine's more personal. I, I just feel like low-key, because I wrote the opinion piece last week, and I was going to write about this, but I decided not to. I feel like um, turn your L's into lessons, okay? Like, I feel like this year and last year, at SIU, I've grown so much more than my other 20 years of living. Like, I I really do. I feel like I've learned so much. Especially, like, this year alone. Like, I've learned so, so, so much. You know, like, I've met a lot of people. I've fallen out with a few people. And, you know, which is, you know. But I just feel like... And I've, it makes you feel bad. Like, out of all the mistakes you made and, like, things you... Like, looking back, you could be like, Oh, like, man, if only I would have done this or I wouldn't have said this or I would have... You know, what? You know whatever. It's real easy to think about the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. <laughs> and, you know, really, I, I'm just, I wish people knew, like, you know, it's okay. Make mistakes as long as you, you know, try to make it right and, you know, um, learn from it and keep moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Turn your L's into lessons. You know, it's okay. It'll make you stronger and you become a better person for it. And now, like, I could say, like, you know, obviously I'm not perfect. There's still things I need to learn in life. But I feel like I've learned so much. Like, I've learned how to move throughout life better. I've learned, like, just, I've learned more about myself. I learned a lot. Like, because usually people are like, I've learned so much about myself. And I just never really understood it. Because, like, well, yeah, I'm myself. I know myself. But, <laughs> no, actually, I could actually, like, truly say, like, I've learned so much about myself uh, this year. And, you know, like, there's been a lot of good things. There's been a lot of, like, hard times but I feel like I've taken all the lessons and I will grow and continue to grow and yeah so what I wish people knew is like turn your L's into lessons don't beat yourself up too much you know 
learn, you know, make it right, acknowledge your faults, acknowledge, you know, any bad things you've done, you know, whatever. But, you know, keep it moving. Don't stay in that place. Keep it moving. So, yeah. Go ahead. All right. I think I've got one. So what I wish people knew um, was that it's okay to own your story, um, Mm -hmm. to tell your story. Um, Whatever happened to you, there's value in it. There's power in it. Um, You can do whatever you want with it. You can choose to share it. You can choose to keep it to yourself. But we all have our own personal stories to tell. And I wish people knew that you you can make the most of that. Um, whether, you know, it's like one of our panelists that like came up and like spoke to us and spoke to the campus about it. Or if it's, you know, like just a friend that comes up and talks to you about something. Are you okay? Good. I just fell over for a second. It's <laughs> okay. fine. Sorry. I'm sorry. And I feel so bad because you were really like on a roll. I'm sorry, Bridget. No, no, no. It's fine. Okay. I was finishing up. But yeah, just, just own your story. Own your life. Own what happens to you because it's important. There's value in it. Yeah. I have one more. This is going to sound so cheesy and I don't know why I'm saying it. I might regret saying it. But I just, and Loki Bridget said this the last time she was here, but because she sang this song. But I feel like you are beautiful no matter what you say. Oh, yeah. Words can't bring you down, folks. I feel like in this day and age of Instagram and all these people who are looking good, whether that that be natural or surgically, that's not my business, whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, You know, it's really easy to compare yourself. And even not even on Instagram, like even like – you know, obviously, we're a school of, like, how many thousand people? So, like, there's so many people here. And you could think, like, oh, my gosh, I wish I had this. Or, oh, my God, I wish I had Bridget's eyebrows because they're really thick and mine are really thin. Like, you, but- <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, like, anything like that. But I wish people knew is, I don't want to say don't compare yourself because I, you know, whatever. Like, that's that's really hard to do. But I will say, you know, I wish people knew, like, you know, like, Accept yourself. Don't compare yourself to others, you know. And comparisons, honestly, don't, like, they, people compare themselves their whole lives. Like, I feel like people really talk about comparison, comparing yourself to people when you're, like, in middle school and high school. But it never really stops, you know. So I wish people knew to don't compare yourself, you know, just love yourself. Um, surround yourself with people who love you and, like, can foster that kind of environment, you know, people who encourage you and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, okay, that's that's my last one. So our very last thing we're going to do, we all do every episode, is our Alessio Obsessions, where we talk about anything we're obsessed with. Hey. I will go first. <laughs> my Alessio Obsession is Beyonce Giselle Knows Carter, also known as simply Beyonce, okay? She has been doing us, a f- like, this a solid lately. So not only did she, first she dropped her Netflix documentary, which I thought was okay, it was cool, but... She dropped her Homecoming album, which is, like, basically the live version of her Coachella set, which I've listened to nonstop since it's been out. But then, but then, the kid, the kid, like, Beyonce's like Santa. Like, she just keeps on giving so many gifts. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. Okay? But wait. So, Lemonade, her Lemonade album came out, like, three years ago, but she... She decided to be a dick and put it on title and title alone. It's how it's expensive. I'm not paying for title. But like two days ago, she dropped it everywhere else. So like three years, three years later, but like we'll still take it. So <laughs> Lemonade is now on Spotify and Apple Music. And it's oh. just, yeah, yes, girl, go listen. It's so good. And 
you know, so there's one song called Sorry, which, like, if you're ever breaking up with somebody or you're mad at your boyfriend or whoever, like, that is, like, the song to listen to. <laughs> but there was, like, so the song Sorry is really good, but she, like, put out, like, the original demo to Sorry, which is, like, completely different vibe than what she actually put out at first. And it's a really good song. So, yeah, so my last obsession is Beyonce. She, of course, she can, she can do no wrong. She's the queen. Um, I don't know. I just feel like not even that. Like, she's just really inspiring. Um... Because, I mean, I'm, I'm not a singer. I don't want to be a singer. But, like, you know, just her work ethic and how hard she works and the dedication and the sacrifice, like, that's really inspiring. That makes, you know, me want to do it and really me want to, you know, you know, do what kind of model after her because look at her. She's I'm honored cool. to share a birthday with her. We have you? The same birthday. Yeah. September 4th? Yeah. Hey, hey! That is so cool. <laughs> September 4th. Yes. All right. So everyone has to send Bridget a birthday card now. Because you all know her birthday. <laughs> yeah, September 4th. I'll message you on Snap now. Be like, happy birthday, Bridget and Beyonce. Yes. Thanks. I appreciate that. Do you listen to Beyonce like all day on your birthday? That's what I, I would do. I don't. I really should. I'm. Are you a Beyonce fan? I am, but probably not on your level. Okay, well, let's say <laughs> I'm not a member of the Beehive because y'all are crazy. The Beehive is crazy. That Those are like Beyonce super fans. I am. I do not claim them because they are crazy, okay? They will, like, murder somebody over Beyonce and go to jail happily, probably. But, you know, I am I am a pretty big fan, but not to that level because they're crazy. And I don't describe to craziness. Not that kind, anyway. But, yeah, September 4th. Hey, that's super cool. Okay, go ahead, Betty. <laughs> oh, no. Um... I don't know. Um, I like food. <laughs> so there's this place called Bon Thai. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty good. I don't know. I've never been there. I've just had, like, takeout. But I don't know. I get the level one spiciness because I'm not that spicy. Um, she's really not personality wise or nothing she's not spicy damn Erica <laughs> no I'm not you. no like like I'm spicy I like, have I'm like, no personality no everyone. that's not what I meant I am a vanilla bean that's <laughs> not what I meant I meant you're not like super like sarcastic or super like mean or anything like you're really sweet you're sweet like you're vanilla bean sweet not like super like you know, mean or crass or like sarcastic or like you know what I mean. Like you're you're very nice. And <sighs> I got you, Erica. It's okay. That's I'm just joking. I mean. Okay, <laughs> that might be a little too spicy for you though. <laughs> listen, okay, I'm not. I'm listen. Okay, go ahead. Was it me? I guess. Are you done? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my obsession. Um. Okay, so on Tuesday, The 100 comes back on. Have y'all ever watched The 100? I have not, but I have, I have oh. a friend that's been trying to get me to watch it for years. Yes, so my brother and I started watching it when it came out back in 2014. Um, so we've been, like, following it this entire time. It's on season six, and they just got renewed for a season seven, so season six better, like, fulfill all my hopes and dreams because mm-hmm. I'm not staying around for another season if they do I don't know. You get tired after a while, you know? I mean, I'm probably still going to watch it. Like, I say <laughs> that, and I'm still going to park my butt in front of the TV. But, yeah, that's my current obsession because I'm super pumped to watch it and cry over my TV every Tuesday. So and cry? If y'all get sad snaps from me. I, I cry over my TV shows, guys. I'm very emotional. You do? Um, I don't, but I feel like certain TV, like when Jane, so me, last week me and Hannah were talking about Jane the Virgin. I feel like when that season, because they're on their final season, so I feel like when that when that series finale comes out, I probably will cry, but 
Yeah. I cry every season finale of, like, almost every show I've ever watched. I'm a big blubbering baby. Aww. See? Bridget's so, like, emotional and so I really am. But I, like, hardly, like cry in like real life like i'll tear up but i like hardly like full-on cry but you watch like a sad movie with me like i don't know how many times i've seen the notebook but i cry every time really i know right Eh, i know it happens but eh. it's not you you should still watch it yeah it's not the best but it's not bad it's just like bridget said it's like a oh i'm gonna cry movie but is that your favorite chick flick no it's not what's your favorite chick flick i don't don't mind i have one Mine is John Tucker Must Die. That's a really Ooh, good one. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I love that my, one. My favorite chick was John Tucker Must Die. Because female empowerment, okay? I'd be... Ah, okay, I, okay, I know mine. Mine's 10 Things I Hate About You with Heath Ledger. I haven't seen that in Hellas. When she reads the poem in yes. class, like, I start to cry. I haven't seen that in Hellas. R.I.P. to Heath Ledger. He was fine. He really was. He was mm. so fine. God dang it. <laughs> Hey, this is random. I don't know why I'm saying this, but this is real so random. But I just look like looking at the TV and seeing like a fine man, like an actor. It's just like makes your day. And they're mm-hmm. all on TV. They're not like around in real life. And then I get sad. Yeah, where are these fine men in real <laughs> right? life? Yo, okay, I think you fine real- men listening to the podcast. Hey yo, hey yo, Please. listen, listen, fine man, listen to any fine man, listen to this podcast. If you look like I don't know Channing Tatum. Or if you look like, who else do y'all like on TV? If you look like, I don't know. Oh, Darren Chris. I think he's pretty. You think he's pretty? Yeah. I like the dark hair. <laughs> I like dark hair too. Yeah, but if you're a fine man, listen. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hit us up. Hit us up. Hit us up. We're real cute, okay? We're, we're real cute. Okay? Also, if you're listening, like, we're fun. We are fun, okay? We're going to go to Applebee's, and we're going to and we're gonna give out awards, and we're going to have a good time. Dollaritas, man. I'm, it's going to be litty. It's going to be litty. So, yes, if you're a fine man, come join us at Applebee's, okay? Hit us up. We're all single, right? Are we all single? Are you single? Okay, we're all single, and yes, hit us up. Come fight us. Wife us. Well, I don't know if we're going to be wife, but <laughs> maybe not yet. But. Not yet, but snatch us up. Consensually, of course. <laughs> okay, it's time for me to go. Okay. Anyway, on that note, that is our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check out check out our website, alestolife.com. And also don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at the Alesto. And don't forget to pick up the paper on Thursdays if you're on the SIB campus. I'm your host, Erica Green, signing off. Don't forget to check us out next week right here on Alesto After Hours.